Diamond Studios Podcast Season 2 is here. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Wow. <laughs> well, if you couldn't gather, we have a uh, Indian burial mount, mountain mount, mount, mound. mound, In- Indian burial mound in front of us of Beanie Babies. <laughs> I feel like we should post a picture of that. We should. We should. Yeah. Just so that uh, I'll, I'll take it because I have a really good camera. Yeah, that I'll was a good song though. Yeah, I'll take it because I just I want to. All right, I'm gonna sit here. With flash on. Ooh, flash on. Kevin flashed us, everybody. <laughs> mine, mine has Kevin peeping out the Wait, other I, side. I, <laughs> wow, looks like a hoarder's house. It does. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that was I great. Need a better picture. Well, then. while they do Wait, that. Wait, Kevin, adjust your face. No. Thank you guys for Wait, tuning look, in look again. Look at the look towards me. To <laughs> another episode of Diamond Studios Perfect. podcast. Jonathan tries to get a picture. Yeah, we're super happy you're here. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. As always, we are... Dude, that looks good. Kind of. I mean, as good as it can. Yeah. For a Beanie Baby Indian mound. <laughs> but as always, we're joined by the one and only Kevin Baggs. Hey. Jonathan Boucher. Holla. I'm Nathan Collins. And today, we're not talking about Beanie Babies. No, we're not. We just have them on the table. We should do something with them. We should. Hmm. Put them in little pyramids. Mm. We could throw them at people. <laughs> They're driving by. Just as cars drive by. Just Dude. Beanie Babies. Let's go scream, have a nice day, as angrily as possible, and throw Beanie Babies at them. Can we launch them out of t-shirt cannons? Oh, Let's do it. I have a potato gun. <laughs> that would just be so overkill. Just... <laughs> 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 you have a nice day! I think that would break like a window. <laughs> no, it it's not. No, it's not even. Let's take our focus off the cars. Just people. Yeah, just walk yeah. through Walmart. It would, you'd break. That'd break a person. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It might hurt. It might. If yeah, you get hit might. with the eyeballs. Would it be like getting shot can, with like the beanie, the like the beanbag rounds from like a gun? Can you imagine the just police maybe walking out of Walmart? And you just take a beanie baby to the face. You just get pelted by a derpy duck. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Or a kid. 
like a Beanie Baby kid, not like a real kid. A Cabbage Patch. <laughs> We're not fired. Is that a Cabbage Patch kid? <laughs> That's not a Cabbage Patch. <laughs> that kid. would be terrible. It's yeah. just a kid. I think the red lights are giving us a dark sense of humor. They are. They are. That's yeah. Okay. Look what you've done. Well, uh, before we get into today's topic, you guys want to play a game? Sure. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. So it's the uh, the same structure of two truths and a lie. And we have three names of metal bands. We're going to go around the room, and uh, you have to guess which one is not a metal band. Cool. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Yeah? All right. Yeah. All right. So my three metal band names are Napalm Death, Dying Fetus, no. And murder death spree. Murder death spree. Hmm. I feel like murder death spree sounds so like vague that it could be like, like it just sounds like you put that together, based off the other two. Really? Yeah. Mm. But I wouldn't put it past you to put dying fetus. Just I have shock factor. I'm gonna go with the napalm one. It really? sounds like a metal band. Oh, you're picking the real one? No, I'm, I'm going to say it's the fake one. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it is a band, though. I, I'm going to say that Jonathan went off the edge and said Dying Fetus. All right. The The fake metal band is Murder, Death, Spree. Dang, I was Dang. right. I should have went yeah. with it. Ah. <laughs> it's a pretty good, like, just a... Yeah. yeah All right, if anybody's shopping for a band name... <laughs> <laughs> including all the worship leaders out there that's your next <laughs> it could actually oh. be one I didn't search it I just thought it so. murder, murder death oh, yeah. spree yeah I guess I should have looked it up on Spotify or something I didn't think about looking up wow you wanna go do you have one yeah I got some okay you go ahead I'll go alright murder death kill murder death kill oh, there's no murder death spree that's pretty oh, cool nice alright I've got I've got Afro Duck Hatchet Leftover Crack We Butter the Bread with Butter (laughs) I hope Leftover Crack is a real band It's gotta be Uh, It has to be the first one I think that's the last one What was the the first one? The first one's Afro Duck Hatchet That's that's too cool, I like that That's That's gotta be real Yeah? Yeah and then leftover crack, and we butter the bread with butter. <laughs> we butter we butter the bread with butter has got to be my pick. That's that's the live for you. All right, leftover crack is indeed a band name. Okay. Okay. We butter the bread with butter is indeed a band name. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Afro oh, duck, duck hatchet is right out of my brain. Well, we're gonna have to patent that because that's got to be a thing. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It is cool. <laughs> I love that. Where'd the inspiration for that come from? <laughs> it's picturing a duck with an afro holding a hatchet. Alright, if you want if you absolutely want to know, uh, there's a duck sitting in front of me staring at me. And then I thought of Dee's hair. Right. <laughs> and then I just thought of something violent. Hatchet. Which is a hatchet. So I put D a duck and something violent together. <laughs> I love how Afro your brain, duck hatchet. I love how your brain put that together. It's great. <laughs> okay. I guess it's my turn now. Go for it. All right, mine are mine is mine are uh, in the silence. Mashuga. Let's 
And weeping lobotomy. Mm. I'm going to say weeping lobotomy is the fake. The fake? I've, I've heard of, I think the middle one I feel like I've heard of. Masuga. They sound familiar. See, I thought I... What's the first one? In the Silence. See, that one sounds familiar to me. But I feel like it's the fake one. Is it? But it's definitely a band. Don't look it up. <laughs> I think it is a band. Give a seat. I'm answer. fairly certain I've heard of them. Yeah, I'm going to say that's the one you made up, though. Okay. So, Meshuga is a band. Okay. Yeah. It's a Swedish metal band. <laughs> nice. In the silence, <clears throat> it is a band. So, Weeping Lobotomy was made up. Okay. And I did cheat. I used a band generator because I was like, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to accidentally pick a real one. I was uh, gonna say that it sounds like something out of a out of a band generator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that was a fun game. But mine does too. Yeah, Murder Death Spree sounds like it's from. It could sound like it's from. A... I love the font that metal bands put their band names in. You kind of have to like squint. Yeah. And go like turn upside down to figure out what it is. Yeah. It's always a fun time. I think I'm going to keep Afro Doug Hatchet in the back pocket. Do it. You have a back pocket on your brain? You just kind of, you take information and just like put it back there? No. No? <laughs> I wish I did. That'd be great. Probably like in your case, there's like 20,000 back pockets, but they move around constantly. Yeah. <laughs> they get thrown into the caffeine pit. I love it. What do you call Reservoir. Reservoir. The yeah. caffeine reservoir. And it just <laughs> circulates. And the next thing you know, I've got, like, ideas that have babies. That's great. <laughs> the imagery. <laughs> there was actually a lot of bands at the Masquerade when they signed all the walls and stuff. Yeah. They're really talented artists. They really know how to draw um, penises and yeah. uh, butts and yeah. lots of <laughs> other things. <laughs> They're totally... I mean, they practice their drawing skills. <laughs> they do, while waiting for the other bands to get yep. done. <laughs> it was great. It was really good. All right. Cool. Well, we should uh, jump into our, our theme, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Our theme. What's our, our theme, theme, Jonathan? Um, our favorite um, musicians. That's such a long list, I feel like. Yeah. That's a tough one. But it's good. It's going to be good. We're getting into some heated debates, yeah. I feel like. Ooh, okay. Or who we feel like the best of okay. certain... I feel like you guys are going to get more debates than I, than I am. I'll make a debate happen. It's okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I was like... It's kind of a... <clears throat> not a... Yeah, kind of a heads up. Like, I'm super indifferent, you know? I gotcha. Like... One drummer's skill set is different than another. Oh, yeah. For but sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. What about the other's creativity? Like, there's so many ways you can... That's valid. It really just comes down to preference at the end of the day, I, I Yeah, think. that's yeah. true. An opinionated type thing. So, that's since true. this is an opinionated thing, uh, make sure you, everyone takes it as fact. Yes. Go on Twitter and talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're super active on Twitter now. Yeah. Thanks to Kevin. Oh, yeah. Um, he's out here, like, tweeting every hour. Trying to. Anyway. It's good thing. I don't think I tweeted it all yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. It's okay. We'll take well, care of that. Right. How how do we want to start this? I I think vocals. Vocals is like mm. is like probably the 
There's lots of really good vocalists out there. Yeah. But who are our favorites? Who are our favorites? I'll, I'll go first on this. Okay. So personally, um, someone that always sticks out in my mind, and partially because he's like, oh. <laughs> Hello. That was crazy sounding. How, how, how did that happen? That little <laughs> wonk. Oh, man. That's spoopy. All right. <clears throat> the uh, mic just did a 360, so that's why we that all was stopped. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, I have to go with uh, John Mayer as one of my favorite singers. Okay. The fact that he started his career with like really, yeah. really good vocals and like his falsettos were untouchable, and to like having vocal surgery and then still singing well and creatively. Yeah. I find that for, I think for his melodies, I think that's why I've always seen him as like one of my favorites, and also like. This we'll we'll dive into guitars obviously later, but his his musicianship will while playing guitar and singing, I think it's honestly untouchable in my mind. Like he just plays so effortlessly while singing so effortlessly at the same yeah. time. It blows my mind. I'd love to know. see him live. I'd put him and Ed Sheeran close to each other. Yeah, because Ed Sheeran live is insane. Yeah, they just they're so fluid. Yeah. And it's like, are you crazy? Good. Do you realize what you're playing on guitar? <laughs> and it's effortless. Yeah, and their singing is effortless too. You, yeah, you can see there's passion behind what they're doing, but at the same time, it's like Sam Smith. Their faces are barely expressing anguish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Sam Smith is also another vocalist that I I, I really like his stuff. I've always liked his vocals and everything he does. Yeah. Like, his melodies stick in my head. His vocals, like, butter. Like, nobody... I feel like a lot of people can't really touch stuff he does, I feel like, a lot of times. But those are some of the ones off the top of my head, though, at the moment. For vocals? Yeah. There's probably more. There's tons more. I can't just pick a few. Yeah. (laughs) One of the ones I feel like you're going to pick is definitely John Bellion. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely... John Bellion. Oh, man. See, <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't... When I listen to a vocal, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily listen for... Like, cliche talent. I got like, you. For, this is... Uh, people are going to hate me. Um, <laughs> like... Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, say it, say it. It's okay. Um, I feel like someone kind of like Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Let it rip. Let it fly. <laughs> oh, boy. Let it fly. Um, just has like, she has a talented voice, but in my brain it's just cliche. Oof. Like, there's nothing. This is, oh my gosh, I literally feel hatred no, coming after just, me. Just let it rip. But It'll be okay. Like here in Diamond Studios, here in Tacoa, Georgia, where you can book recording time and record your own music. We're a recording studio. <clears throat> we you are. Did you know that? Uh, we've recorded artists that sound similar or better. That's bold. But it's. It's just what it is. Like, yeah, 
it's just the platform that makes it um like i feel like beyonce's voice is a great voice but it's a cliche voice and then you've got someone like halsey whose voice is like not the greatest voice but it's unique and you know what makes what makes it cliche is that maybe she was like an original like at one point and then like all the record labels were like we gotta find more just like her true and everyone wants to make their own like that's true i think that's somebody consider that one point it was original it was very good yeah I think that's something to consider. Like, I mean, maybe you could say, like, Whitney Houston or um, people like her. I'm really bad with female singers. I need to get better with that. But (laughs) I feel like uh, you could compare her to those. But I do think at one point her sound was her own sound until it became the record label's sound. Hmm. If that makes sense. Possibly, yeah. Mm. I don't think I know enough facts to yeah. dive into that one. I don't either. But <laughs> all right, just going off of like her talent. Yeah. As a voice is just cliche. So like you were mentioning, um, like John Bellion's voice isn't like super smooth, you know? Yeah. Like it can be. Yeah. But he's an average human being who just has a very unique voice yeah i love it like i love that his his voice is very like tonally his if that makes sense yes like it's not it doesn't sound like someone else yeah like i i hear what you're saying with beyonce especially but i think a lot of people that's hard to chew on because it's just the truth i mean i'm not discrediting her artistry or like her talent or anything it's just yeah uh, it's kind of like it's been done mm. before yeah it's kind of like my view stance on Adele's songwriting yeah like I think her raspy voice is phenomenal yeah but great she needs to write different stuff yeah like just write a different message but also that's like something to say though about that is like maybe they are just doing it because that's the kind of songs they want to write you know yeah we, never, we don't know yeah from our standpoint which I mean if that's their expression then good for you at the same time though a lot of their stuff is like written by other people yeah yeah and I think that's where things get is Adele on that list I mean she writes her own music yeah Yeah, I mean she has assistant you know assistance with writing but she definitely writes a good majority of her own stuff right I think assistance is not a terrible thing nowadays though I don't think so because I think it makes your songwriting better if anything you got multiple minds working on it though I feel like that's another uh, speaking of songwriting that's another uh, thing we should talk about like after we go through like instruments is like songwriter (laughs) because that that could get interesting too that's true there's a lot of yeah we'll come back to that we'll come back to that we can definitely open a can of worms on that one that's true diving deep but mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm Jonathan, I'm just going to let you go. Because I don't know, like... Mm, my favorite vocalist, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, um, I don't I know. I can only name, like, a, like <clears throat> I can't just say one. Oh, Tori Kelly. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Tori Kelly. Um, I think my a lot of mine have to do with, like, being 
uh, unique. Um, I like singers that like talk to you. I don't know, or just like that are almost like they almost sound like everyday Joes in a yeah. way sometimes. Um, I have to say, like Bob Dylan is one. Okay. Um, he's he's his voice is like sandpaper. <laughs> uh, Jeff Tweedy's another one. His voice is like sandpaper. Uh, um, one that's not totally sandpaper. Uh, Tom York from Radiohead. Okay. He's got some pretty, especially on the early Radiohead records. He's got some pretty explosive vocals. And and then more recently, really pretty like yeah. falsettos and stuff. I, I attest to that. Um, and like you said, I really enjoy John Mayer's vocals. Yeah. Too. I think his melodies with his vocals is what catches me. Yeah. Like, I can just think of any song that he's written. I can just think of, and I'm like, "Yep, there it is." I could just pull it out of my head randomly. Yeah. Not only that, if you start pulling it out randomly, ninety percent of the time, someone around you is gonna know it. Yeah, and then I just I'll throw one more, which might be a little unique. Mac DeMarco, (laughs) I really like his vocals too because they're very. It's it's another like he's telling you a story almost. Yeah, just kind of talking to you. I'm thinking it's like his his vocal uh, style. His vocal, uh, cookie. (laughs) Oh, that's that's John Lennon. Oh, that's right. I'll add, you know, I'll add, um, I'd add John Lennon and Paul McCartney and George Harrison to my list too, because I like. Mike DeMarco did that as well, though, didn't he? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Maybe I'm losing my mind. Oh well. He said some things that we can't say on air that <laughs> were really funny, and like his demo takes that aren't, aren't repeatable Wait, on Mac the DeMarco podcast. Mac DeMarco. Oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a pretty definitive yeah. list. It's a really for hard me. question. It is. Whenever you were talking about like people just talking to you, and immediately I was like, Jonathan's gonna say something crazy, like the B fifty twos singer. <laughs> no. I was like, please no. <laughs> He's, I, I I'm just I was basically what I was trying to get at is like more than like impressive singers. I like uh, singers that have like a really like. Storytellerish kind of voice, or like, right? I don't know. I could see that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, but I also appreciate any singer who can just rip. Yeah, yeah. at the same time, Definitely. yeah, for sure. Yeah, like a national anthem voice. Like yeah. I have appreciation for those. Yeah, but they're not my favorite. Not Fergie. Right. Not Fergie. No. She's going to be living that down the rest of her life. Oh, I, I yeah. feel bad about that. Yeah. That is pretty terrible. Yeah. No matter what she does, she's, it's, it's there. Um, you guys know what else is great? What? 24-7. That's our business hours right here at Diamond Studios. And honestly, some of those days can feel super long. Something that we do that helps us out is raise energy. Uh, we drink sometimes an unhealthy amount of raise energy every day. But... I say it's unhealthy, but is it really? Uh, Raise Energy is a phenomenal drink. It's got zero sugar, no crash. And uh, honestly, for me, it, it gives me razor-sharp mental focus. And right now, you can go over to their website, repsports.com, get you a 12-pack, 
and put in the code Diamond Rays, no spaces, just Diamond Rays. Take 15% off of your order and enjoy the extra energy. It is delicious. All right. You know? So, bass players. Yeah. Bass. I'm really bad with bass player names, if I'm being honest. The only one off the top of my head that I know is really good is Thundercat. It's the only one I got. Really? <laughs> There's probably others that I can't think of at the moment. But Thundercat, like, the way he writes his songs, basically formed around bass lines, is incredible to me. <laughs> it's true. Whenever, whenever I go, you'll be like, oh, yeah. I had to look this up because I went blank on his name. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Poor bass players. <laughs> I know, right? R.I.P. to bass players. Poor dude. Um, Shout out to Asher Ord. <laughs> Shouts out. Yeah. He's still doing it. Nice, man. All right. Shouts out to Gravity for keeping me grounded. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, Hugh McDonald. Hugh McDonald. Hugh McDonald. Who's he played for? Um, most famously Bon Jovi. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, Sheer, Ringo Starr, Willie Nelson, Lita Ford, oh, Michael wow. Bolton. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So he's got like a lot of names under his belt. Um, but he's one of those that like, you know, from what I know about him, you give him a bass and give him a song and he's like, all right. All right. Here we go. And just lays it down. This is kind of That's another it. weird one, but like, honestly, if you guys haven't met him, you should find a way to meet him when you do. But like, Daniel Everett. Yeah. He's a good bass player. An huh? amazing bass player. Like, I think he's the best I know personally. Yeah. No. Easily. Same here. Yeah. Shout out to Daniel Everett. Whoever's yeah. listening that knows Daniel Everett. <laughs> yep. You should send this to Daniel Everett. So he can share. So he can listen to this because he just got in the same conversation as Hugh McDonald. He did. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Ridiculously good. Yeah. What about you, Jonathan? Um, Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. Pretty oh, iconic. He's a bass player. <laughs> Duh. Pretty iconic bass. Yeah. Bass lines he's got. Um John and Twistle from The Who. Hmm. Um, he's got some pretty iconic bass lines. He's the guy holding his bass while everything's exploding, right? Yeah. <laughs> um Colin Greenwood from Radiohead. Yeah. He's got some tasty bass lines. Um, it's weird I don't know any of these names. I think, don't they base that on how well you know a band if you can name the bass player? Le- Les Claypool Wait, from Primus. Prime? Why do I know that he's, name? Uh, he's got some pretty, I mean, he, uh, you just listen to him and you'll be like, wow, puppies. he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, such a good song. Too many puppies. Um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, <laughs> can't just bring up Primus and not expect me to not sing that. <laughs> uh, Jared was a race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're going to get copywritten. I mean, this there's Flea. Flea's a really good bass yeah, player. He's really good. Um... I'm trying to think of some metal bass players, but I'm not getting names at all. There's Stevie. <laughs> Stevie. 
Or not, uh, there's a Davey. Davey 504. Davey 504. I'll, I'll, I'll name Davey as a yeah. favorite. I always, like, really get into his videos. Like, yeah, his bass so playing. Good. Yeah. How has he made a whole YouTube channel based off of bass? It's crazy. That's incredible to me. Just, like, bass and memes. Yeah, it's pretty That's crazy. incredible. When PewDiePie took a break last year from, like, Janu- January to February, Davey basically took the place of all the PewDiePie fans. <laughs> It was really funny because he acknowledged it too. He's like, everyone's coming to my channel from PewDiePie. <laughs> it was really great. He's a good bass player, though. He's very good. Like, I'm Stupid. like, I'm like, are you in a band? <laughs> I think he's a, didn't he say he was in a band? And then, <laughs> I think he did, yeah. And then they had creative differences or something. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I saw. Classic. But yeah, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, there's enough bass players. <laughs> that's enough enough for the bass that's enough fine whatever oh wait no my wife's a bass player she's really good she's also True. a guitarist I can't forget about her yeah she's part of a band called Ditchley which I play drums in she literally does it all she does okay now we can move on guitarist 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 alright Jonathan, you should go first. Yeah, definitely. Because you have a long list. Guitarists. Um, Now, can this be rhythm and lead, or is this specifically just like lead? Oh, just whatever guitarists you like. Yeah. Um, um, Jeff Tweedy and Nels Klein, just together, they they destroy things. It's awesome. This is that's a Wilco, right? Yeah, that's from Wilco. Um. Uh, Nick Reinhardt, uh, Johnny Greenwood, um, that's kind of like the new, and then classic players I always like, well, no, John Mayer. Yeah. He makes me feel things when he plays. (laughs) Um, Eric Clapton. Clapton? Yeah. I feel like I could go through and like name all like the stereotypical ones. Yeah, give us some uh, reasons why you like some of these guys. Um, Eric Clapton, I just, um, especially on, um, the like the Beano album, mm-hmm. I really like his licks on that, and and also his just as a songwriter too. Um, you can kind of feel his emotion when he plays. Yeah. Kind of like how you can with John Mayer. Um, they were like coincide for a while, right? They like, like he was mentoring John Mayer at one point, right? Yeah, yeah, sort of. Um, that makes sense. So him, but also um, in the in the classic realm, um, George Harrison. Oh yeah, definitely. His like. Uh, he has a really cool slidey vibe. I always found it funny that like, and John and Paul were like really good, but I always find it funny that people like fight over them. But I'm like, George is the best Beatle, and you can't deny that. <laughs> it's a pretty good Beatle. As far as his songwriting and his guitar licks, like he wrote like what three or four or five of their like best hits. Yeah. And he didn't like even. I feel like he never claimed it. He was just like, yeah, these are some songs I did. And then it's like here, come, the, here comes the sun, and then something in the way. Something in the something. 
<laughs> um, that's Nirvana. <laughs> I could have added Kurt Cobain to like a favorite list of vocalists too. Yeah, I like his his vocals. Um, but um, yeah, I feel like it's a pretty good list. Okay. I'm sure I miss like a ton of people, but it's okay. Um, I really and my wife got me into him. I'll give her full credit on that. But I really like uh, Corey Wong. As a rhythm player, it's phenomenal, dude. Like, the stuff that he can do blows my mind. His ability to, like, I don't know, like, just reinvent rhythm guitar and make it something that you never thought it could be. (laughs) As a lead guitarist, I don't think it's his strong suit. Like, I've heard him play lead on a few things. But, um, he's still good at it. Better than I am. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh... As far as his rhythm stuff goes, he just like reinvents it and makes it his own. And I think that's really cool, especially for rhythm guitar, because everyone glosses over rhythm guitar. I feel like yeah, people are just like, eh, it's rhythm <coughs> guitar. Just bury it in the mix and let it be sonic. Yeah, <laughs> let it be the underlying let, thing. <laughs> yeah, every time. Yep. Which I'm like, it's kind of an important thing to have. It kind of controls the feel of your song sometimes. Yeah. Like bass does too, but. I feel like your rhythm guitar also has that same capabilities. Um, You said John Mayer. That was going to be one of the ones that I was going to say. Just really influential in, like, that pop blues area. Like, I feel like a lot of guitarists are inspired by what he does, I think. Which kind of stems from Clapton as well, I believe. Mm. Clapton, John Mayer, and then... Somebody else is after John Mayer. We don't really know who yet, probably. <laughs> but um, I know who it's not. <laughs> but we we won't even speak his name. We're not gonna say his name. Okay. No, he's a pedal hater. A <laughs> pedal hater. <laughs> oh no. He's talking about Joe Bonamassa. Like Joe Boner Massa. <laughs> 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 Oh, Jonathan, you're you're letting it rip here. I guess I don't know. That's great. Farting all over Joe Bob. <laughs> he's, he's talented. He's a very talented player. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's. Well, yeah, hopefully he hears this. He's talented, but I he's just not unique to me. I don't know. Yeah, he does sound like every other blues guitarist to me. Just quicker. And then you could say, like, what about Eric Clapton? But, like, Eric Clapton, like... He wrote good songs. He, like... Well, he, like, started... He was, like... He's, like, the thing that ever... That Joe Bonamassa is copying. So he's, like, the original. Like... I could see that. British guitar player guy. I've really begun to appreciate uh, Jack White. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think you got me into him. I could have I could have listed him in like my guitar. Yeah. I also forgot. Um, he has his own guitars, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 I I also forgot uh, Thurston Moore and Lee Ronaldo from Sonic Youth, mm. and the guys from Pavement. You're probably forgetting more. Yeah, I'm sure I am. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some more. You covered a lot of them, so I was trying to think through some. And Stephen Malkmus, the singer, also the lead guitar player from Pavement, as like a vocalist, just because mm-hmm. he's really fun. He's got a fun style. I believe that. George Lucas and Jerry Garcia kind of look alike. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't list Jerry. I didn't list Jerry Garcia in my guitar. Or Kurt Cobain. Oh yeah, you didn't put Kurt. Cobain. I you could list. I guess you would. He's got iconic licks for sure. Yeah, well, like he, I don't think he's like incredible. Yeah, incredible, but well, well, honestly though, you could list it because like he has like a, a messed up style. I was gonna say yeah that he does like on purpose. I've seen some breakdowns of his stuff, and like. Music theory wise, it blows my mind. Yeah, like mm. I would put him more on like the songwriter, but oh, we yeah. haven't got to that yet. So, but I mean, he still played those parts and sang. So yeah, I yeah. would give him credit fully mm. for, for that. sure. Yeah, because like he, basically they were a four piece right before they like released the, the album. After well, they were a three piece, and then for the tour they wanted to have a four piece. That's right. And then he only stayed on for like a few weeks. Kurt Cobain was like, I learned all the parts. <laughs> No, it wasn't no, like that. No, I know. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, you pretty much covered every guitarist under the sun. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Um, I think I'm not a fan of like his style necessarily, but I'm a fan of his style. Yeah. Um, is uh, Slash. Like I don't. I don't necessarily. He's he's a really talented guy. I don't necessarily care for. Slash, but right. as like when I was getting into guitar, I remember the first uh, musician's friend magazine I got had yep. Slash on the front. Yep, and I re- so I remember that copy. Yeah, and so like from then on, I was just like, he's the only guitarist I knew of. But like I don't know, I always like whenever I would hear That's the radio, bad, yeah. I would hear his songs, and then later on make that connection, and I was like, oh. This guitar stuff is kind of serious. Yeah. This is cool. So I think, like, as far as realizing how serious guitar can be, i got to give him credit for it. I'm a, I would say, I would go out on a limb and say, like, he is one of the better guitarists out there. Like, even though he is cheesy. Yeah. Like, but at one point, it wasn't cheesy. Yeah, true. So it's kind of That's hard to, true. it's hard to lump him into that knowing that. Because he is a popular guitarist. Because whenever you think electric guitarist, for most normal people, average people, yeah, he's the first guy they think of. True. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't, I can't think of anyone else that would just hop into my brain if I didn't follow music closely. Yeah. That hat and the like, really long hair, and holding your guitar vertical. Typically a scarf. Scarf. Really? Yeah. Playing guitar in the desert in front of a an old, disheveled house. The wind blowing. <laughs> your guitar is not plugged into anything. <laughs> All you're hearing is dunk, 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 and whoosh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, someone I want to give credit to, though, uh, Bob Dylan. I love his lead stuff. It makes me happy. Yeah. He just, he writes really cool things. I like his finger picking. I especially like, because the first time I was getting into like records and stuff I bought um, Highway 61 Revisited and that's like where I first I was like I've always heard Bob Dylan's stuff but then I heard this and I was like he's playing blues licks is this Bob Dylan? <laughs> well he probably wasn't playing playing on because they had the band guitar player oh that's right I didn't think about that anyways still he might have he is a good guitar player though like yeah. people wouldn't think but he is. But yeah. You got anybody else, Nathan? 
Not necessarily. I feel like this is mainly Jonathan listing off things and then me being like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you pretty much get anybody that... <laughs> is worth noting. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. There's probably someone out there screaming because we didn't say uh, <laughs> Jimmy saying. Page. Yeah, or, or Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. They're all. I mean, I I actually like both of those guitar players. I was gonna say I was like Jimi Hendrix is actually pretty high on my list. Yeah. As far as like changing how music sounded. Yeah. Anyway. But again, that song for if we're lumping him like that, he'd be higher on songwriter for me, I think. Um. All right, let's move on to drums. Drummies. Nathan, hmm. you should go first. Jen Ledger. Jen Ledger. Yeah. Interesting. Who's that? How, how come? Drummer for Skillet. Okay. You didn't, um, you didn't have a thing for the girl drummer when you were in youth group. <laughs> I didn't know that that was they had a girl drummer. Yeah, Jen Ledger. Um. Um. I feel like her style and my style go in similar paths. Okay. In a way, um, and I think that's because I grew up listening to her specifically. Right. Um, but her drumming style and drumming abilities mm. is, I feel like is extremely underrated. Mm. Um, just because for one, like obviously, um, she's a, like a woman right? and like a woman drummer has always been very, I don't know. Not, it's never been common. No. You know, like, hardly, at all. Hardly ever. Yeah, much less in a harder rock band. Yeah. We are Sex Bomb! Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, but, and watching her live, mm-hmm. um, I thoroughly, you know, most people enjoy watching the lead singer, like, or the rest of the band, but... I don't know. She plays with a lot of passion. And um, you can just tell. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, she's just really good. And I feel like she needs to be up there with some of the top hitters. Mm. I don't think she's the best on the planet. No, no. But she's extremely good. Yeah, no, definitely. Because I grew up, like, watching her and hearing her, too. And I could definitely attest that she's phenomenal, like, really good. And she's definitely, like, up there with drummers that I think of whenever I think of really good drummers. I do think it gets to be an extent where it's, like, just how... F- I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but, like, how famous the band is kind of puts in our head how good the drummer is, I guess. I don't know. Because mm. I feel like drummers can get really good and be really incredible. But to an extent, they all can do similar things. It's just a matter of how their sound is. What sets them apart, you know? Yeah. Because, like, if we talk about Ringo, his style is more or less what set him apart rather than his skill, per se. Per se. Because, like, people are, like, you know, the whole thing where, like, Paul and, he, and he John. Could, he could play, like, really, really yeah, yeah. complex stuff because he was, like, a jazz drummer. Right. But he sure not served the songs. Yeah, which is very important. Yeah. I think that's like the hardest thing for drummers to do a lot of times because you just want to let loose and have fun. This Some, is true. But sometimes you have to just lay back and lay low. 
That's he's, the best way to drum. He actually does have some pretty impressive like kick work too. Like um, the Beatles song uh, "Good Morning." Yeah, it's got some really crazy like almost double kick drum sounding. Kick. Really? Yeah, that's like, impressive. Really cool. I, I didn't even think that he would do that. Well, cool. I don't know. I don't even know if it's double, but I know it's like really fast. <laughs> that's cool. Um. Also, like, I think of somebody who's influenced my style a lot is uh, John Bonham. Um, incredible drummer. I wouldn't say he's the best that I've heard as far as styles go. Like, he's not just overall my favorite, but he's been what's influenced me the most, I think. Because yeah. the guy who was teaching me loved John Bonham as well. And so um, that just, it just kind of trickled down. And so... Anytime I play, I play similar, similarly to him, which is really a cool thing, actually. Like, I don't mind being lumped into that category. <laughs> um, as far as... Man, people are going to hate me, but I'm terrible with names. Um, Russia's drummer is the one drummer that, like... Oh, uh, Neil Peart. Neil Peart. Neil right. Peart, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking of the... Uh, He's very good. Yes. Stupid good. Yeah. <laughs> like, he can... It's like he's in every genre all at once. Yes. With drums. Yeah. Like, he's literally doing everything. And he showed that. <laughs> yeah. In the music. Which I think is why... I mean... I wonder if Rush would have been as popular if they didn't have such a good drummer. You know? I can't... I don't think they would be. No. Because all the rhythms and stuff, that's kind of what set them apart. Especially in their time frame. That's true. Because, like... Everything else was pretty standard. Yeah. Four on the floor. Yep. Poppy. Yep. What about you? Um... I'm... My list here. Um... (laughs) My list! (laughs) Oh, boy. The list! My list! Um, I really like... Phil Selway from Radiohead. Okay. He's got he's he's a great drummer. Um Glenn Koch from uh from Wilco. Um Jeff Tweedy's son, Spencer Tweedy. He's a really great drummer. Um and all and both of those guys have kind of similar cuz vibes cuz Glenn Koch taught Spencer Tweedy. They have like a. They can do some really cool, complex uh, beats, but they also a lot of times serve the song kind of like um, Ringo Starr in a way, but right. like they can let loose. Um, <laughs> um, Zach Kale from Death Grips. <laughs> the guy. The guy's got some. The guy's got. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Guy's a pretty crazy drummer. Stop. <laughs> uh, really fun. Wait, he's just their uh, their touring drummer, though, isn't he? No, he's p- like part of it. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, John Clardy from Terramellos. <laughs> you can't just glaze over that. He's so decorous. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's, he's a good drummer. You can be in a songwriting category. I really like Death Grips for their lyrical meaning. <laughs> <laughs> sure, whatever. If you say so, pal. 
Oh man. Um, Glenn Black. John. John. Glenn, Glenn Black. Black. I like Glenn Black. Glenn Black. Luxury. Yep. yep. Mm. Uh, Keith Moon from I was say Keith The Moon. Who. Um, oh, oh t- dude, yeah. John Clardy. John Clardy from Terramellos. Oh, yeah. He's a good drummer. Ringo Jr. Yeah, he looks like Ringo Starr. Um, Have you guys ever heard of Nathan Collins? <laughs> he's, a, he's a pretty good drummer. Really? Yeah. He's pretty good. <laughs> More than pretty good, I say. I've got my own drum company. <laughs> oh gosh, great! Got, got my own like a... got my own skate company. <laughs> got me sounding like Soldier Boy. Yeah, I own Nintendo. My name's Soldier Boy. Oh man, um, the drummer from the Doors, John Dinsmore. Oh yeah. He's a pretty he's a, he's pretty good. Yeah, he, he had like a really jazzy style. I like jazzy style drummers. Yeah, they're good. They're, I, yeah. I just like that style of playing. It's really fun to listen to. Jazz is the hardest thing to play. Yeah. It's really difficult. I turned yeah. down 90% of jazz gigs. I don't blame you. Dead serious? Yeah. They're, they're, not, <laughs> they're not fun. They're hard, man. <laughs> there are lots of, like... I actually don't read drum music fluently. Yeah. I can... It takes me a minute. Yeah. I have to relearn it. Yeah. Lots um, of ride and hi-hat. And a little yeah. bit of snare. Yeah. You have to learn how to read the ride and hi-hat. Like yeah. those constant things out of the ear peripherals. Yeah. Especially if you're dealing with like those offbeat snares. Yeah. You really have to focus on those. What about Questlove? Questlove? I like his. I like Questlove's drumming. Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's really like a pocket dude. Yeah. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Man. That's right. It was great stuff. Phil Collins. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Phil, yeah. I like Phil Collins. That one drum, Phil. Yeah. He does more than that, but. Yeah. No, drums is his main instrument. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Drum Phil? <laughs> Phil. <laughs> 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 Let's move on to songwriters. I feel like we've. I mean, we can we can touch on piano. Piano. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) (laughs) Every piano player anywhere just Just like ended it. Skip. Skip. I love piano. Do you? Yeah. It didn't sound like that. <laughs> I was just being a jerk. You know, Christina Perry is really good. No. I don't know. I don't know that many piano players. I really don't. And I don't think they ever advertise that they're in bands. <laughs> Tom York no. from Radiohead. I like his piano playing. Yeah. I guess I like Father John Misty's piano. Any of his stuff is really good because mm. he write. I think he writes mainly, predominantly from a piano. My Billy Joel. Oh yeah, brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. one of the best piano players I've ever played with. Wait, not Steven. I was like, no, what? <laughs> Steven's just <laughs> no. a really not good Steven. piano player. I'd be like, whoa. He's not very musically inclined. 
<laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Unless you're singing Wheels on the Bus or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. my, has he sang Wheels on the Bus? Before? My wife's brother. Yes. He has. Um, fun, fun story. I found out the passcode to his phone. So I went into his phone. Dang, he still doesn't know this. So oh, no. If he ever listens to this, it's ruined. Um, but we went into his phone and put like albums on top of albums <laughs> of nursery rhymes. No. Because it was his phone that we always listened to in the car. Because <laughs> we carpooled everywhere. I love And that. so his, their, their Explorer automatically connected to his phone. So every time we got in the car, it was some form of nursery rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and he got so mad because he had no idea. Like, we would get in and he would just be like, what the crap is this? And everybody's like, it's your phone, dude. But see, no one knew I did that. So, like, it was only in my brain. So, like, Brianna and Destiny both thought that he added it. And he was like, guys, I don't know where the crap this stuff came from. You know, and we were just like, okay, whatever. You know, they do, like, uh, like, popular bands like they have like people that do like nursery nurse like you know like like remixes like nursery rhyme versions of it you know what i mean like the music they play for like kids to for nap time oh. like music box versions of it really yeah there's like music box weezer music box radiohead music box like and it's actually like pretty relaxing and kind of sucks. now i've seen i don't i think it's genius the lyric company that like interviews artists, um, I th- I think it's genius. Yeah, they do the rap. <laughs> they get rappers to read like poetry. Yeah, like kid poetry to like in their style. Pretty clever. I love that. Yeah. You know what else I love? What? Anchor. Man, screw pianos. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's listen to this anchor ad. So a question we get asked fairly often is how do we release podcasts so consistently and without any form of setbacks and honestly, we make it look so easy? Well, that answer is really simple and that answer is Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing, which is amazing. And the best part is it's 100% free. Um, Another really amazing thing is it's super easy to use. It's super easy to learn. And they'll even match you with great sponsors. And it's sponsors that actually want to advertise on your podcast. And they're also passionate about what you're talking about. So this means you can get paid to do a podcast like right out the gate. And in fact, that's what I'm doing right now. By reading this, we're getting paid for this ad. So it's pretty amazing. Uh, so go on out, get Anchor, and get started on your own podcast. Anchor. Anchor's great. Okay. So, our second to final segment. Songwriters. Second and final? Second to final. Oh, second to final. Second to final. Second to final. (laughs) (laughs) So, songwriters. Oh, songwriters. Um, Who are some of your favorite songwriters? This is, like, literally mm. the most objective thing. It's all a bit objective, but... Yeah. But this is, like, the most... Oh, man. Well, I'll make it more interesting. Your favorite and your least favorite. Ooh. Um, 
can't I'm... say ISJJ fish. Dang. <laughs> Most favorite. Someone that other people like. Adele. Adele? Yeah. You don't like her songwriting? No. So. Okay. It's all the same. I'll take the Taylor hate. I don't like Taylor Swift songs. Mm. Mm. Maybe the first few, but they're all moody after that. Every one of them. Ah. Yeah, I enjoyed the emotional side more than the drama side. Yes. Most definitely. Yes. But that's how you thrive is in drama. That's valid. This kind of sucks. You got a least favorite, Jonathan? Um, I'll, I'll hate on T-Swift. Really? Wow. What about her? I don't know. Her song, I don't know. They're just surface level. She sucks. <laughs> no, they are. They tend to be surface level. Yeah. Which I think this might be really... I'm assuming here, so I don't know Taylor Swift. But she seems like... Her personality seems very surface level to me. I can see that. Like, she doesn't dive deep with people. Unless she's, like, very, very close to them. Yeah. And so I feel like she doesn't dive deep in her songs because... She doesn't want people seeing inner parts. That's how I, I'm assuming here. I can get a lot of hate for that, but I don't really hear the. De- I, mean, I don't. I don't hear the authenticity in all of her lyrics. Sometimes I do, but yeah, majority <laughs> of the songs, no. <coughs> mm. Wow, man. Sorry, I'm reading. Um, I think. Overall, most talented mm-hmm. and most diverse. One of my favorites, obviously, is um, John Bellion. Right. Uh, but that's an obvious one for me. So I have several tons. Several tons. Yeah. <laughs> Several thousands um, of pounds. Because s- <laughs> songwriting is... It's one of my strong suits. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's the thing that... Between the record labels that I was with, it's what I was known for. Right. Um, and so it's... Without sounding very conceited, um, it's what I have an ear for. It's your wheelhouse. Yeah. It's what you're really good at. Yeah. <coughs> Um, one of my favorites is Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. Love Pooh Bear. Interesting. Um, Pooh Bear has some incredible, incredible, um, names under his belt. Um, he is writer and producer. Uh, he's worked with, hang on, let me, let me do this. Yeah, here we go. Just to show the diversity in, in this cat. Um, Justin Bieber, Zach Brown Band, DJ Khaled, Mariah Carey, oh, wow. Skrillex, Galantis, <laughs> Trey Songz. Skrillex. How do you write for Skrillex? Um, you ever heard the, would you ever run away? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Sounds cool. <laughs> but have you thought about, oh, gosh. Slaughterhouse. Really? Fifth Harmony, Chris Brown, uh, Trey, Trey the Truth, oh my Wiz Khalifa, Yellow Wolf, Red Man, 
Method Man, Fat Joe. It like he's got like tons of tons. Right, but have you guys ever heard of him? I don't think so. until no. this moment. Unless I didn't know, but yeah, like he is very like in the world of songwriting, mm-hmm. very well known, very 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 well known. Um, but like as far as like being out front, right? Not at all. Um, but I love love Pooh Bear. Uh, another one is uh, Anne Marie. Um, that rings a bell. Yeah, so she is. I believe she's most famous for her personal songs. Um, she's got the one called 2002. Um, uh, how's it go? Holy crap. I don't know. I'll have to show you later. Okay. Uh, but yeah, her. she's got one called 2002. She also did uh, Rewrite the Stars with uh, a... Holy crap. What are your, What is your name? Arthur. Oh, okay. What's his first name? Um, James Arthur. Yeah. There we go. There it is. But, uh, yeah, she's super good. And, um, oh, gosh, what's her name? Pooh Bear, Anne-Marie. Ed Sheeran's a great songwriter. Um, these are all, like, really current songwriters. Right, right. You know? <clears throat> Bruno Mars is on my list. Yeah. A favorite. He would be, like... I don't know. He he's such a talented human being without people realizing he does more than just sing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that man can do anything he wants yep. pretty much. <laughs> Great guitar player too. Yeah. Uh Julia Michaels. That's my other one. Love Julia Michaels. She's written a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. Like a lot of pop hits. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's limited to pop though. No, no, yeah, but that's that's why I think I've heard her name with a lot. Yeah, she's um, very very talented writer. Yeah. Let's see if she has any credits on here. Oh, Selena Gomez. Oh, wow. She co-wrote "Sorry for Justin Bieber." What? That's that's impressive. That's cool. She co-wrote Ed Sheeran's "Dive." Wow. And Linkin Park's "Heavy," which that's common. Gwen Stefani, Fifth Harmony. Britney Spears, Kelly Clarkson. Wow, cool. Toblo. Wow. Great song. <laughs> cool. Wow, I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah, she's great, though. Um, but I feel like she's another one that doesn't get a lot of writing credit. Yeah. She just gets, like, artist credit. I was like, they probably get the monetary credit and the, like, artist credit, but yeah, yeah. they don't have, which arguably could be better if they don't want the fame. Yeah. They don't have to worry about walking out in public and being attacked. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Oh, Adam Young. Okay, what is he written on? Because I I know that name. Al City. Oh. Yeah. That's really funny that I didn't know his name. Yeah, that's his, that's his <laughs> real name. I could see that. Yeah, he's like a representation of my brain. I was going to say. I was like... Yeah, heavy one influence. The, one of the first things that you ever told, told me was your influence from Al City. That still sticks with me today. Yep. I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> In those cheesy scent lines. Could you oh. imagine if instead of Owl City, they called it, he called it Owl Town? Owl Town. <laughs> that's like, a missed opportunity. That's like, <laughs> that's Owl like if, it, if he starts doing like country music or something. Owl Town. Owl Town. I wouldn't believe my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and you looked at me and went, whoo. 
<laughs> wow. Um, some songwriters off the top of my head. I I will go on a limb every single day for George Harrison. Yeah. I love his all the song. I said yeah. earlier. I love the songs that he's written, and he's the best Beatle. I stand firm on that. Yeah, I'm not putting them against each other, but George is my favorite. That's what yeah. I mean by that. He's gonna say John What? Yes. He's gonna say John Foreman. Who? John Foreman. He's gonna. Yeah. Oh, John Mark McMillan is on my list. Oh yeah. Yes. As far as writing, like, holy worship, crap, like, finding a way to write <laughs> worship music in such a better way. <laughs> yes, like he does it authentically and great, unconventional. Like it's yeah. not normal. No, so far out there. It's great. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I am gonna say John Foreman. <laughs> yep. It's okay. I'm gonna say John Foreman too. Yeah. Um, it's great. I, I've said this on three podcasts in the last month so why not make it four <laughs> um yeah. again like he writes politically but he also writes with purpose and so i i've always appreciated that and i appreciate how real he is with his lyrics and how the world is and yeah. trying to deal with the things in the world i've always appreciated that about him if you have an opportunity i would look up any interview of john foreman talking about his songwriting because it's just unique and interesting the way he goes about it and the way he the why he writes is really cool so I would dive into that but he's super good yeah um obviously George Harrison uh John Foreman um trying to use some others like I know people I could say like, obviously, there's John Mayer, but I've said his name, like, five times tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I'll leave it at just that for now. If I think of some others, I'll say it. What about you, Jonathan? Um, Bob Dylan. I wasn't um, going to say Bob Dylan, because I knew Jonathan yeah. Bob Dylan. John Foreman. Okay. Um, Michael Myers. Jeff Tweedy from Wilco. Jeff Tweedy. Um, Will Toledo from Car Seat Headrest. Hmm. The guy the guy writes some really like uniquely <laughs> relatable lyrics. Um Oh, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Gotta bring his I was gonna say Michael Myers. <laughs> Mike Michael Myers. <laughs> he writes screamer. Uh wait. <laughs> Wait. What? Right, screamo? Yeah. Because he makes people scream? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 I was really hoping someone was just going to be like, yeah, yeah. 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 Just like totally ah. agree with it. And I was going to yeah. be like, really yeah. Just so for like yeah. the few people that listen this far in, they're going to be like, these guys are idiots. <laughs> these guys are idiots. This is a really long podcast. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. a good one. It's a good one. I like Sorry, it. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> all the Beatles. All the Beatles. Even Ringo sometimes. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> um, Mac DeMarco, I like his songwriting. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. Um, He's clever. He plays on stage naked sometimes. Sometimes he does. Don't we all? <laughs> That's so bold. What about really the naked? Is. What about the naked cowboy? He plays on stage naked. I guess no. He wears underpants, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He, he just covers does. it with a guitar. Yeah. That's funny. Um, Hillsong United had him at a conference. Really? For real? Yeah, at a women's conference in New York. That's really funny. It was really big controversy. Because they yeah, were like leading uh, worship, and the naked cowboy came out, and he was naked at a women's conference. Oh, uh, I sing? don't know why you would do that. Did he sing? That's a, just the red, most random thing I think I've ever. Heard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, if you look it up, Hillsong United and the Naked Cowboy. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's more on Mac Mac DeMarco than them, but <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> They're probably expecting him to sing a few songs and just have a good time, and then nope. He was wearing like I think he was wearing like red, white, and blue, like American flag printed thong. Of course he was. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I can see it now. Yep. That's terrible. He's a good songwriter though. <laughs> He's a very good songwriter. Yeah. Don't you mean a thong writer? <laughs> thong writer. Thong writer? <laughs> Mike Tyson also writes thongs. Thong. Thong wearer. Ding ding. Um Let's go into rappers. Kendrick Lamar, man. Mm-hmm. Can't can't yeah. discredit his ability to write. That's true. Like Drake. <laughs> I'm joking. I will throw very disappointed I will in this throw album. A beanie baby at you. It was awful. I hate that people are comparing it to Donda. Wait, even, there's no. a new Kendrick Lamar album? No, oh, wait, no you no, said no, Drake. No. Okay. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. People are like. <laughs> you know why they're comparing it though, don't you? Why? Because Drake. Because there was like beef. Yeah, but like Drake before Drake's Drake was like, "Mine's like, well, good," and so he changed. He he dropped his the set like the same time as Kanye. So that it's like a week later. Yeah, yeah. But Kanye has twenty three songs in Billboard's top what thirty right now. It's like number one all around the world, Donda. Yeah. yeah. So Drake is just like a little fly compared to everyone yeah. else right now. And it, and the album sucks. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I think it was a rush release. I do think. Like on the on first day streams, I think Drake's album outperformed Donda. Right, um, but that's because of the beef. Yeah. If if Drake didn't have beef with Kanye, with with Kanye, um, with Kanye, his album wouldn't have done anything. No, because it sucks. Yeah, it's the it's one of the most cliche albums I've heard in a very yeah. long. time. I only time. heard one song off of it, and I was like, this isn't good. Uh, I've listened to the whole thing. I think there were two songs that are worth a re-listen. Right. But after a re-listen, I don't think there's any point in visiting it ever again. Yeah. Uh, a reviewer I watched um, gave it a 3 out of 10. Oh, wow. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Is this the, the guy that... The Anthony Fantana. Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah. one... Dude, those one, are heavy reviews. People take those seriously. Yeah. One I mean, out of three three stars for, you know, 3 out of 10 for every good song on the album. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like... Without the two songs I'm thinking of, I'd have given it a one. Oh wow. Yep. That bad. It's bad. We're talking about like the shags bad or No, like <laughs> quality quality wise it's there. Okay. It's just Fill like up. the lyrical content, the instrumentals, everything is cliche. And it's things that everyone on the planet has heard before. I gotcha. So there's no creativity. And then you got Donda. Like, 
<laughs> you're done mm-hmm. over there. Like where you have to you have to forging. listen to it four or five times through to really understand what's happening. Yeah. Like it's creatively put together very yeah. well. As cliche as it is, it almost feels like I mean the the phrase like Kanye's playing chess while Drake is playing checkers right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's kinda what it feels like. Yeah. It was just kind of a if it was a personal thing of like trying to like one up Kanye, I'm like, that was really dumb and you look foolish. Yeah, you did not do well that no um nf Mm. he's on my list of best rapper writers really yes how come he has meaning behind his words i agree with that and his wordplay he's broken me down a few times yeah i have yet to listen to an album of his um and when i say listen i mean any time i put on that album Mm. I get chills. Yeah. Every time. Never fails. Yeah. And especially whenever they first drop. They're like, dang, dude. All right. I see. Uh, I remember, is it his first or his second album? <laughs> the uh, Why Would You Leave Us? Yeah. That song still hits. Yeah. It's like about his it's mom. Crazy. ODing on pills. Or I don't want to say OD'd. I can't yeah. remember. Okay. But then he like talks about it. Of like dealing with that as a yeah. kid, and I was like, "That's so freaking heavy." But it's yep. like, cause it's just real. Yeah, that's. I mean, you literally can't deny how real his music is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you feel it. And I think that's why, like, his name is no longer like people still put him with Eminem, but he's like honestly branching into his own thing more and more every year. I don't think he's anywhere near Eminem. I think like vocally, sure. Yeah. Content wise, no, no, because Eminem is redundant. Yeah, it's just repetitive yeah. stuff all the time. And then whenever he runs out of things to say, he just starts bashing people. Yeah, what a, um, I mean, sure, it's a creative outlet, and I respect his art. But right. here we are bashing Eminem again. No, I'm not bashing. No, I'm no, not, no. I'm no. not saying he sucks. I, but she told me she wanted Eminem. So I gave her That's not that's not a real song. But oh gosh. I got I that's got great. one. I got one. Go for it. Toby Mac. Mm. You know, I respect him a <laughs> lot. Was just, I was kinda kidding, but like at the yeah. same time, like as no, a kid yeah. I caught the joke on like but as a kid As a kid, like yeah. Yeah. It slapped. I it's kinda I haven't listened to it enough now. My my real ones are Childish Gambino. Okay. Yes. And Tyler the Creator. Yes. As of recent. I like that. Incredible. Very good. Writers. I think what sets them apart is they just know what they want. Unlike, I think in their eyes, sure, they have to maintain like a contract with a label. But at the same time, they're just kind of like, this is what I want. And this is what you're going to do. Right. If you don't like it, rewrite my contract. Or if you don't like it, then I'm going to lose some money. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like Eric Andre. He's a great writer. <laughs> oh, Bro, his, 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 like one sense, album his ear for music, man. It's just incredible. Yeah, he gives me... Um, <laughs> Almost like Beanie Weenie vibes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What a weird band. Right. 
Um, Go listen to those if you really want. It's kind of a trip. Beanie Weenie, Tutini, Eric Andre, and Noise. Noise. <laughs> yeah. Noise stuff is really interesting, actually. I find it very interesting. I thought of some stuff I forgot to mention before we move on to our next topic. Okay. Um, I forgot Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes for, like, songwriting and vocals. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because it's another, like, interesting performer and He's songwriter. Good. He's performed Ooh. at Tekoa. Yeah. If you didn't know that. Indeed. I'm really hungry. Me too. Oh, and Father John Misty for songwriter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good songwriter. Awesome. Recorded in Tacoma. Yes. Not as Father John Misty, though. He did it his regular name. Uh, it's blanking. Uh, I know. I know. No. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone know this? Why am I blanking on his name? I hate that. I hate when I blank on names. Why does Tony Tillman. There we go. Tony, that's right. Tony Tillman. Why doesn't Tagoa put this in the history books? I honestly think it's because they don't know. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Why would they know, though? They don't know. I feel like people in leadership just haven't cared enough. No. They don't know. (laughs) Stop. You guys are whispering. This sucks. Wow. Wow. Is this it? We gotta do our music things real quick. Oh, yeah. That's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> Alright, what you guys been listening to this week? Um. What about you? Donda. Donda. But, um, more, more recently, um, Radiohead, um, they released a song that was, that's like 20 something years old, that, um, was from their Kid A slash Amnesiac recording sessions they're actually going to release like a whole um thing of like unheard previously unheard stuff from 20 years ago that's great that's exciting it's really cool wow is this the stuff that that guy tried to release last year remember the demos that the guy hacked into their computer that was from um okay computer oh that's right he was like holding their unreleased songs for. he was like i have like 60 hours of yeah. Uh, um, like studio recordings, and most of it was just like jamming and like yeah. uh, alternate takes of songs and stuff. Yeah. I think Tom York even said he was like, "All right, whatever." I mean, <laughs> it's not that great. <laughs> it's if you really want to leak them. I whatever. mean, they released like um, two songs though that were from those sessions that are like really good on their "Okay, Not Okay" like yeah, re-release yeah. of those songs are great. Radiohead. As an artist, that's a really good song there. But uh, well, I said, yeah. We're on, we're oh, I didn't say that. Wow, yeah. We're on, we're on a different topic now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but still, Radiohead, very good. Yeah. Cool. Well, you. Uh it's been a pretty active week, as far as like new releases yeah. goes. Um, I know. Obviously, I listened to the Drake album. Sucks. Um, <laughs> Gotti, don't <laughs> don't listen to that. No, I mean if you want to be disappointed, go listen to it. Um, oh, if you're, if you're a uh, masochist, yeah. Kane Brown and Black Bear came out with a song. Nice. Pretty pretty good. Uh, listen to that. Pretty good. Uh, Church's new album. Church's um, Churches. 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 Yeah. 
uh, Church's new album, and then Imagine Dragons came out with a new album. Oh. Oh wow. Um, which I was, know. I think it was just kind of out of nowhere. I don't really follow them. I I I used to. Like but, when they came out with their first album, I was like, man, their next album is gonna have to slap. Yeah. And then it and was kind of didn't. Kinda didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I was like, oh well. Yeah. No. Oh, well. So from their first album to their next album sucked and then from the next album it was better than the last but not better than the first yeah um this one musically especially if you look at it from a music theory perspective Mm -hmm. not bad it's not just like pop pop. no no definitely not song number one um the next three or four songs weren't good enough to make an impression in my brain Mm. um but it was. It's enough to mention today. Yeah. Give, I think it's worth a listen because if you're into, um, if you're into that kind of music, then you'll probably enjoy it. That's cool. Um, I still think the opening track on the album is my favorite. I'll off of the album. It's it's a it's very good. Um, it starts off slow, but then it gets into it. That's really cool. It's good. Yeah. What about you? Um, busy week as well. I have, haven't really found time to really listen to much music. Yeah. Um, but yesterday, when I was on my way to Atlanta for the gig, I, I occasionally will listen to Southam when I'm driving. Yeah. So I think that's going to be my music this week. Sweet. Um, great group of guys. I went to school with pretty much all of them, except the bass player, I think. But um, they're a really great group of guys and one girl. <laughs> She's a drummer. It's a... Hmm. They have a girl drummer. They do, <gasps> but um, their their <laughs> style their style is great. I think they're on to really cool things, and I'd love to partner with them in the future. We've talked a little bit about doing yeah. that. Um, I, whenever we were sound checking, um, I actually found myself singing their songs, and I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Guys, I'm just like up here vibing to your stuff while I'm sound checking." They're good. <laughs> they write really good melodies and. Um, Seth Banks is a really good producer for them. Like, I told him yesterday, finally in person, I was like, dude, the way you mix down stuff sounds really, really good. For not being like professional studio quality, it sounds like professional studio quality. And it's really, really good. Cool. Yeah. Because he's just recording in his house. He's not doing like outsourcing or anything. And so it's really impressive to me how they put that all together just. From their brain and sounds that they want to hear. So yeah, South them. <laughs> Go look them up on Spotify. Yeah, Apple they're Music. super good. They're from uh, this area. They're from ha- they're in they're located in Haversham and Demarest area. And so digitally and hopefully Javik one day we we'll do shows together probably with them. Really cool band. Really yes. great group of guys. So yeah, that's mine. Nice. Well, are we done? Well, I love how we never really know if we're done. No, we like, never know. Do we want to ramble for do five we want more to minutes? For, even if we've done almost a two-hour podcast. Yeah, has it almost been two hours? No, it's oh. close. Once again, we're the Diamond Studios podcast. Indeed, but we're also a recording studio. Indeed, uh, come build your Lego C. Come record a podcast. Right out the space. 
yeah, yeah. And if you enjoy this content especially go subscribe to our YouTube channel we've got some cool stuff rolling out and our Twitter yeah subscribe to our Twitter <laughs> follow our Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and at Life and Diamonds <clears throat> yeah you can message yeah. us directly on uh, on our website uh, diamondstudioslid.com plug 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 um <laughs> Guys, guess what? We are starting a new something new. New. <gasps> what are we starting? Nothing. <gasps> this, this has, has been, been the, the podcast. podcast. This, this has, has been the podcast. Your new reason to love Mondays is right here. New episodes at 5 a.m. every Monday. Visit us at diamondstudiosled.com.